Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I thought our defense was really good in the first half and got out of position, and then... Uh, as the half went on, they got some shots, they just couldn't make any. And uh, then we were able to get to get our offense going. And, uh, you know, that was the difference. The second half, they made some shots, and, you know, it's an even game. So it was just a matter of a little better defense in the first half, and then when they got some open shots, they just couldn't make them. Uh, we made some shots, made some big shots early. But I thought, you know, our offense was good. Movement was good. Uh, I thought it was a good opportunity for Howard to get something done. Bryson has had a lot of trouble with that nose and the face guard, but he made a couple good plays. Uh, it was an opportunity uh, to get those guys a little time. We're certainly better, much better, you know, than we were in the beginning of the year. We still, um, I, I think. Our progress has been held up a little bit with a couple of the injuries, but it's just what it is. You know, we just have to keep working at it. But I think we're we're a little better, but we're we're not where we need to be. Jesse tries still tries to dribble the ball and put it down. He gets a rebound. The guy takes it away from him. He, you know, you can't do that. You know, you can't do those things. It's not about how good you are. You can't even you can't do those things in play. Those are things you can't do. You get a rebound, you got to be able to keep the rebound and be able to give it to a guard. If you can't do that, I mean, you know, just you can't play. You know, we played really good in the, in the league um, since the first home game. Uh, it's good to win a home game. Uh, you know, we have played a little better on the road, but um, we've played good in the league the last four games, five five games, whatever it is, and, uh, you know, we just got to keep improving. We're not, obviously, we're not there, but we're trying to get there. We're trying to get better. Um, you know, we knew, we didn't think we'd be going in with a freshman, sophomore backcourt, but it's turned out that way. They've acquitted themselves extremely well, and, uh, uh, you know, we uh, we just have to keep getting better. All right, thanks. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. What's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share it. The universal handle for the socials is at Q's Militia. Go there, join the militia. We are the first and only Syracuse Sports Podcast centered around giving you, the fans, a voice. If you would, please rate, review, and subscribe if you haven't already. And thank you to all of you who already have done so. We appreciate that. Happy Thursday. So close to the end of the week. Thursday. Thursday, Thursday. 
Thirsty Wednesday, Thirsty Tuesday, Thirsty no, Monday. No, just days, just days in NNY. <laughs> okay, I'm staying corrected. Um, hey, real quick, um, we don't really have any anything else to talk about but the game. And what a great game! What what a great game, right? <sighs> yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm satisfied. You satisfied, Joe? Yeah, I'm okay. glad we didn't have to get into that cardiac cues yes, uh, yes. situation. I got to go to bed early without yes. my, In, you know, without your, without you being ramped up, your nerves being ramped up. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, usually it's cardiac cues. You watch the game, and then it takes yeah, an hour or two just morning. for you to get your blood pressure back down. Right. <laughs> exactly. So. Um, the um, the 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 pregame post that we do with the scouting report and predictions. Um, I was just going through the website that we use. I just realized it has stats to it, so I know how many are coming out of New York, and they're mostly coming out of New York, which is great. But they go from New York to California, but they mostly come out of New York, which is awesome. But what I was scrolling through, and I just thought I'd mention it because I thought it was funny. But uh, Canada has a few. Um, there's a handful in Ireland, believe it or not that are hitting the website or at least clicking on the links and then huh. a bunch in Slovakia. So love it. That's pretty cool. Right. Um, no, that's Mark. That's yeah, those I territory. Right there. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think that's great. So anyway, um, the orange, uh, they string together a couple wins, improving to 10 and seven and three and three. We're back to 500 in the ACC, uh, as they ground the Eagles 75 to 50 or what was it? 76 to 50. Yep. 76 to 50. Um, <clears throat> and then we'll talk about that. And then Syracuse will head back to Virginia again uh, to take on Virginia Tech this time at their home court um, for the second time in 11 days. So um, it should be interesting. We kind of know yep. what we got there. So we'll hit that up a little bit different the second time around. But before we get into all of that stuff, as per the usual, Got to hear from the good folks over at MyBookie. Now, listen, if you have bet online before and you know what to expect, I urge you to go to MyBookie. If you have not, research it, see if it's right for you. But it doesn't matter whether you're an experienced player or a first-time customer. MyBookie welcomes all that come to play. So quit waiting around and sign up today. Do yourself a favor. Sign up at MyBookie.ag. If you still got questions, their patient customer service team can walk you through the process. And the best part is if you join now, you'll still have time to get in on the 50% match offer. So, or the 100% match offer, which is dollar for dollar, up to a thousand bucks. Join, uh, to join, go to mybookie.ag, make your first deposit using the promo code CHAIR, C-H-A-I-R. MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar, like I just mentioned, to jumpstart your bankroll. And so, um, you know, try it out, see if it's right for you. There's plenty of stuff on there. You don't have to just bet on sports. Uh, it, it goes for days. I mean, you can bet on wrestling, which is, I, I, I don't know if wrestling is an official sport because it's rigged. Can that be a sport if it's rigged, Joe? Easy. I, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I'm not what? saying I'm a fan. That, I'm just that, saying. Is that like you can rile? You can rile a. a I know. Fan base I know. That's not you... like pulling pulling the beard off of Santa Claus, is it? I hope uh, not. Sh- I okay. don't even know All the right. age group of people that listen to us. What are you doing? All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So uh, log on to mybookie.ag. Make your first deposit. Use the promo code chair. Mybookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar to jumpstart that bankroll. Uh, thank you to mybookie.ag. Uh, you play, you win, you get paid. All right. Well, <laughs> what um, are you going to tell me next? The Easter bunny isn't real? N- no, Joe. I would never. That is, um, that's absurd. I would never. Okay. Thank okay. you. All right, it's time to get into it. Despite the slow start, Buddy Beheim single-handedly outscored BC in the first half, fifteen to thirteen. Fifteen to thirteen. 
Yes, that's right. <laughs> Boston College scored 13 points in the first half. Um, they couldn't hit sure anything did. from distance. I think they went to over 14 from behind the arc in the first 20 minutes, and they'd go on to score 37 more in the second half. But it, they would never become a serious threat, although it was consistently... You know, but we did throw in a bunch, you know, Howard Washington yeah. played a bunch and things like that. So, I mean, they couldn't hit the broad side of the barn. The good, I'll start here 12 for 12 from the line. First time they've hit 100% since they hit six for six against Miami, Ohio, December 13th, 13th, 1997, per Mike Waters on Twitter. And 1997, what a great year! Year I graduated high school. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. So, great year. Great year. ESM. Class of 97, right here, buddy. Uh, buddy Bayheim, 9 for 17 from the field with 22 points, game high. And Syracuse, they shot 51.9% overall, 44.4 from three, and the aforementioned 100% from the free throw line. They won the battle of the boards 36 to 23, and get this, 24 fast break points and 36 points in the paint. Uh, quad three game, couldn't lose it. That's your good, okay? Really good. The good is really good this week. I think it's the best good we've ever had. The bad, Sadibi. I don't know what it is. Maybe he needs to change up his preparation or something. Uh, I thought he'd be a little bit further along than he is. Um, I mean, he has trouble catching the ball. Okay? That's like a basic fundamental in basketball. You have to learn how to catch it. You got to learn how to hold on to it. Six rebounds, a block, and a steal. Not bad. Um, And... um, the problem with the steal is I think he gave it right back before he could decide what he was going to do with it. Um, he did hit 100% of his shots from the field, though, maxing out at two points. Thankfully, yeah. Dolzhai, uh was awesome again last night. And if he could play yeah. like that all the time, I mean, we've always got a shot. Double-double, uh, 10 points and 11 rebounds. The ugly uh, Boston College, man. I mean, they made this too easy for me. The whole entire team ugly they were awful 32.8 percent 20 to 61 from the field 20 percent from three six for 30 uh 50 percent from the line not one player in double digits in any category <laughs> anywhere across the box score 24 fast break points from syracuse it it was they stunk in every aspect so yeah. a combination of a pretty well-played game by Syracuse, but a very, 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 very bad game played by Boston College. And you look at it and you say, how the hell did these guys beat Virginia? No idea. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I am. Other than the fact that they both are just awful at scoring. So uh, I don't even know how much how they even scored that many points. I definitely expected a better effort from defense. I remember we talked about it and I kind of co- compared them to the size and the defense of Virginia Tech with just out the three-point shooting, right? right. Well, um, I think that we – you saw for the second game in a row a uh, situation where um, I think that we guarded the three-point line a little bit more is, than we did against Virginia, but it was kind of very similar. Uh, and to go off of – I'm just going to call him out because I don't think he left a comment, but Joe Pasick, you know, he was – talking to me and uh and he texted me during the game and said something like you know the last couple weeks it's been looking like more of a four and four one zone than a two three zone the way that those those wings are coming up and helping those guards um kind of close out on those shooters and come up and 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 show themselves uh but again that's that was against the boston college team that didn't really have a lot of down low uh you know scoring strengths so I just think that we've made some adjustments on defense and we've been using our strengths versus other people's weaknesses to be able to 
uh, confuse them on offense. And last night, for sure, it worked. Yeah, I mean, you know, a slow start for... Uh, it's kind of slow start Syracuse. for both of us, right? But but it absolutely was a slow start for both of us. But when you're when we're going to about a quarter of the way, through, halfway through the first half, I'm thinking, man, they are missing so many opportunities to get points because yeah. you could tell Boston College just wasn't feeling it. And, you know, the crowd was quiet and it was very somber in there. It was very mm-hmm. boring to watch. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> Buddy yeah. Beheim, I think there was a fast break that just sparked something. And from there, I mean, numerous fast breaks and just a beauty to see, um, you know, some, you know, some, some, some gritty calls, some, some tough defense, but you know, yeah, that's yeah. Well, buddy definitely saved us. And, and again, I get nervous when we get in those situations where the team, especially in the beginning or, you know, really anytime, but especially in the beginning when they haven't proven anything, they're missing, they're missing that they're trying to figure out the zone and they give us so many opportunities to just jump and get a good lead. And sometimes you're thinking in your head, like eventually they're going to get it. So I wish that we'd be able to take advantage of some of these bad shots, missed shots, turnovers to be able to get a lead early so that maybe once Boston College does figure it out, uh, then we'll still have a lead, a nice little gap to to be able to play with. Uh, but uh, Boston College really never got to figure it out. And if I had to throw a good out there, um, I would say Buddy Beheim, and it's not just because of the scoring. I think it was how he did it. I think that he's been labeled just a jump shooter. I uh, can't take right. it off the dribble, things yeah. like that. And you can start to see that he can take it off the dribble. Uh, I mean, even Joe Girardi, Joe Girardi got stripped pretty clean last night. And we've seen times where he has had those freshman moments where he does get stripped by a pretty good defender. I don't remember seeing Buddy Beheim even when he has taken it off the dribble, getting the ball taken from him. And once he gets to that free throw line, then he can create his own shot. And last night he proved that if you're going to come out and play me as a shooter too high – then I'm going to be able to go by you and actually make some layups, right? So if you're not going to guard me, huh, then I'm going to take advantage of it. So he showed some aspects of his game. Uh, there's a couple people, some of my coworkers uh, that watched the game and were pretty impressed with him uh, and were very surprised that he was actually a sophomore. And they're like, oh, we got to worry about that guy for two more years after this year, right? So, But you can definitely see that that his game is off. Offensive game is elevating, and our defense is starting to come together a little bit. So that was definitely um, – Definitely encouraging to see, especially considering some of the the falls that Elijah Hughes had, right? So yeah, the one there uh, when you when you <clears throat> when you saw him come back, and you know sometimes guys get on the ground and they just need a second, and you know maybe they're catching their breath or maybe you know they're just waiting it out for a minute and 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 you know waiting for people to come over and help him up. But he was hurting. There's no yeah. doubt about it. And when he came that back, wasn't he charge. wasn't. No hell no, he stepped over to the left. He leaned right into him, yeah, right? So yeah. that was my one thing. Then I said about Stefan Mitchell, like I knew he played like that, and he plays like that. He plays hard. He plays dirty. I don't want to say dirty, but he's it's not dirty. Had, he's doing. He could have. I mean, it was just not a good call, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's a little heavy-handed, right? And a little. It can be some yeah. instances where he can. He knows what he's doing, and he can. He can put. He, just some of his files were hard. There was a couple of different instances. Howard Washington got hit by an elbow. We didn't see it, and even. Don't even in the second got half, his eye poked one time. Yeah, and there was and even a couple times in the second half, it's just like, okay, refs, I get it. And I, I imagine this is probably what Beheim was probably talking to the refs about. Like, I get that we're up 26, 30 points, but you can't let these guys maul our guys. Like, you still got to keep 
you know, you still got to control the game. You cannot let it get out of control, right? Right. Uh, and, and it's not an official call until the second time it comes up, but the palms up doing this deal. Uh, I know no one can see me, but the palms up flop thing, the flop call. The second time it's an issue, but the first time's a warning. So right. buddy, buddy got the warning on a three-point shot. That was actually a foul. Okay. The, it looked like a foul. The yeah. ref was not right. even looking at Buddy try yeah. to land. Yeah. And he called a flop. Yeah. Buddy should the guy the ref was looking at the ball going in the basket. He's the one that calls field goal. So I mean he wasn't even looking at the landing. And yeah. and, and Buddy caught a body. I mean, I got the screenshot, so I put it on yeah. social media. And anyway, sometimes just, and sometimes refs are guilty of doing that when there's such a blowout, right? And they just kinda let certain things go. They kind of just coast mail it in, right? Yeah. So yeah, well, and it's just not it's just fair. Not some fair. of the kids, and, no. you know. And at the end of the no. day, I hope that Elijah's going to be okay, and that this doesn't really, like you said, I mean, he he banged his knee. He came on down on his ribs, and he came out. He came back in, and he was still hurting. You and can tell he was a little in. slow. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm glad that he came back the second half, and he definitely hit some some jumpers. Look more like himself. How about so. how about how about the 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 pace of the uh, the Syracuse defense? Pushing the ball up the court and and all the points in the paint. I mean, thirty six points in the paint, twenty four fast break points. That's got to be the most of the season. It has. Uh, it has to be. Well, and against the Power Five team, definitely. Oh, without so, a doubt. So I mean, I guess. But my I question, think that was a lot of the. That's a lot of. Boston College got a little desperate, right? They knew sure, that they, they know our weaknesses. They know our yeah. our weaknesses is offensive yeah. rebounds, right? And right. when you're down, you want to crash the boards a little more, which right. means if we do get one of those long. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And... Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broom 
Gate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broom Gate. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Searching for NBA playoff coverage? We've got you. The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, gives you an inside look into the world of sports. Hosted by former NBA sharpshooter and Duke legend J.J. Redick and sports writer Tommy Alter, The Old Man and the Three offers unprecedented access to the league. Tommy and J.J. discuss the NBA and interview some of the biggest names in the league, like Devin Booker and Luka Doncic. NBA final season is the perfect time to dive in, and you can listen to The Old Man and the Three wherever you get your podcasts. To hear episodes brought to you by BMW. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? 
Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Rebounds or something happens, then we can take advantage of things like that. And that's what Beheim talked about at the end of the game when, when it came to Virginia, is that you need the long rebounds, the turnovers, the things like that. To be able to um, to be able to spark those kind of things. So when you don't get those things, then you're not going to have a lot of fast break points. But right, they definitely took advantage of them. I liked how <clears throat> Howard Washington came in and played. He had one bad turnover, got it back with a steal. Uh, I liked yeah. uh, how uh, Gadine came in and he showed that he's got a little bit. of – I mean, you could see the talent. I mean, yep. that, that one finish finesse. that he had, yeah, that one little reverse, reverse finish layup. that he had. Yeah. Yep, a little yeah. pump fake got in the lane. That's kind of some stuff that not too many people other than maybe Elijah Hughes can do on our team. So yeah, exactly. um, you see you see the talent there. It's just yeah, and same thing with Guerrier, right? He had a couple good ones too. So uh, you see the talent there and you just hope that they can still that there's still time this year to be able to mold into being able to be consistent contributors to get a little bit deeper. Because I know coming into this game, uh, per Syracuse.com that we had our bench we have the least amount of bench points in power five major conference actually i think it's in, in college basketball to be perfectly honest oh, it you. might all, be all but I, I, that does not bother me uh it bothers me when because here's why though here's why though they've been in some desperate situations where where he's just not using them we just right. haven't been in a lot of situations even in, in and i'm talking non-conference and we just yeah. haven't been in a lot of situations where there was a lot of, you know, opportunities for a coach to put in the bench. And that's why the slow start with the starters to begin with, that that's what happens. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Right. But you see and it coming together, though. I mean, you're starting to see it a little bit. I mean, with the past yeah. few games. Yeah. Well, there's been times where Bayheim still is going to stick to his rotation at six or seven or eight or whatever, but there's still guys that can still come in and help if need be. Right. And that's the one thing that concerns me is all it takes is an injury. Right. Uh, you know, yeah, well, Elijah know. Hughes, Elijah Hughes breaks a rib on that and he's out a couple weeks. Then we're in trouble. We're in trouble. We don't we have anybody behind him. Right. So at the end of the day, we get any injuries or we get foul trouble. We have no depth to kind of fall back on. Yep. And that's what's concerning to me. All right. Let's hear from you. It's time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the loud house. All right, y'all know what to do. Go to the socials after every game. I will uh, enter and post that. Um, will prompt your comments, thoughts on the game, and you leave your thought there, and we talk about 
All right. So we're going to do something that I haven't done in a long time. It's because I accidentally forgot to go through these. So this could be fun. I'm, I haven't even hardly looked at any of these except for the ones that came in right away that I was reading as they came in. Oh boy. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, at, at, uh, was it the white, the white Mamba? Okay. Slow start and sloppy at time. And these are a little bit more random than normal. So forgive me. Right. Slow start and sloppy at times, but very well played game all around. Good minutes for everyone as well. Um, yeah, it just, to, that's actually perfect to talk about that real quick while we were just getting to that. It's great to get these guys out there. I mean, um, Nick Giancola played last night. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a good, it's a good night when you're, when you have walk-ons come on against the conference foe. So yeah, that hasn't happened in a little while. So yeah. to be able to do that, but whether it's Boston college or not, I don't care. I don't care either. Um, I'd like to see Quincy do a little bit more. I'd like to see him get, you know, he's only get the, the, the he's only going to get the minutes that, you know, coach thinks he can, you know, use them with, but uh, he's got to still show something still. Like I said, consistency with Gary, a, he just has, he's done it a couple times in a row and then he'll go through a slump. So um, it yep. is what it is at Logan Wagner too. This team could easily compete with anyone. If we had a solid offensive, big, great win will be in attendance at Virginia tech. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, tweet, nice. at a, tweet at us, uh, send us some pictures. I'll, I'll, I'll retweet yeah. some good pictures from Virginia Tech, uh, and they're exactly but, right. So, <laughs> right, yeah. If we had a, if we had a solid center down there that was that could push his body around and grab some rebounds, no. um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll tell you what, kudos for Elijah Hughes for still passing him the ball because I don't know if I was his teammate if I would have already given up by now. So, and he's probably the only one that can get away with passing him the ball because everyone else would probably get an earful. So I don't really understand that. You, you you might be right, but I mean, what are you going to do when he's open? You give him the opportunity. Maybe it sparks something. Ah. Who the hell knows? But I got to be honest. When I see him get the ball passed to him, I get nervous. It makes me nervous. Oh, I, I before the ball even <laughs> comes down, I'm already assuming it's going to be a turnover. So let's uh, at if not now when eighty four. Our good buddy Mike. Started off slow, but total domination in uh, is the right thing to say. I was looking, I was thinking. Hopefully, no one gets hurt in this blowout. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yep. Goodine looked pretty good. Jesse did not keep it rolling. Go Cuse. Jesse did not. Unfortunately, I mean, and, look, you know, he's five fouls, man. And at the end of the day, he's yeah. five fouls, oh, totally. and he's a and he's a freshman, so he has an excuse. Oh, oh, oh. sorry. I'm, no, play, I'm that's playing, fine. playing around. <laughs> yeah, I guess excellent. so. I'm just saying he he's a freshman, so he has an excuse, right? And he's right. only going to be playing if 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 big if we need him, right? Uh, yeah. It's Sidibe to me. He doesn't have an excuse. I mean, it's his third year, and he still doesn't know how to keep his hands straight up in the air. So I don't even know why he's arguing these calls. I he know why did he argue that? He, he came John right Bolizhak, over. John Bolajak's on the on the bench, going, bro. Yeah. Straight up, and bro. Braswell, straight bro. up, right? He and he argues like his hands are straight up when yeah. it's like at a forty-five yeah. and it's over, right on dude's head. He's like, like bridging on, over the dude, right? Like yeah. how how long do you have to play before? Hey, just straight up, make the shot difficult. Know, Don't get the foul. I know it's freaking. It's but you know how many minutes? I don't have the minutes. I printed this out too quick. Um, no. Um, only three fouls last matter. night, though. It doesn't matter. No, we didn't three need fouls. them. 
Right. Yeah, I know. Um, it's the same old song and dance. Doesn't matter how many minutes. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. At Clancy Cuse, I'll take the W. Got to defend home court. Absolutely. I have been a little bit scared of home court. They haven't played their best there. They've won a couple games on the road. Georgia Tech and um, UVA. Yeah. So, and, you know, so that they sometimes they do that, though. They surprise you in that way, which, you know, I don't know. You got a, You got a, a hell of a home court advantage. But the no, pro, the pro, most of the time, most of the time. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I just think there's if there's been any years where things have been kind of, you know, there's just been some things that have been up in the air as far as some things on campus, some students protesting games. And, you know, obviously there's random there's been random bad weather on nights that we have games. Uh, True. So, again, I mean, we've talked about it, and it's not just us that have talked about the fans this year. So who knows if actually this year so far it actually has been. I feel like the crowd size has definitely been a little smaller. Last night wasn't bad for an evening game in the middle of the week. I thought it was okay. The 6.30 start makes a little bit of sense. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't bad. Let, though, let so. that be 8. Let that be uh, 8 o'clock weekday? start, and then uh, yeah, you're pulling we get 75% of what we had, maybe. Eh, well, you pull about twelve thousand if that's the case. I don't know what they pulled last night, and I I used to look at those numbers all the time. But um, anyway, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Mm. Um, at G Plat Seven, this team is starting to click. They are getting it together just in time to meet some formidable opponents. Buddy was the shooting star of this game. The defense should be commended as well for holding BC to 13 points in the half in the first half. Buddy Bayheim is there was a piece that James Zuba I think put out Noon's Magician about Buddy Bayheim and he's one of statistically one of the best shooters in the country. That yep. it, as a as a sophomore is awesome. And he's, Absolutely. he's only going to get better and and it's funny to me to still see the calls for now, they're few and far, f- more few and far between now than they were at the beginning of the year. But the calls on social media for Buddy to sit and coach's boy and our, our you know, coach's son and all this stuff. I mean, that stuff is absurd. It really, <laughs> it really is starting to get like really absurd. I mean, no, absolutely. I like I talked to you that I have a there's a die. I'll bring bring him up all the time. Mac, he's a diehard part of the Rams club, diehard North Carolina Tar Heels fan, and. Granted, he's kind of having a down year this year, right? So he's got, you know, a little bit of – but he watched that game. He went home and watched it. And, you know, he's like, he's like oh, I'm scout, scouting the orange. Ha ha, you know. But yeah. he's like, I'll tell you what, buddy, he impressed me. And then I said, yeah, well, you know, there's some fans out there that think that he just plays because his dad's the coach. And he goes, yeah, well, if you don't want him, I'll take him. <laughs> yeah. And that's a UNC fan right there. If I'm so. not mistaken, Roy Williams would have. Like I think he, he was, was offered. The, he a was the one that told him during the tournament. I believe it was the Peach Jam. It was an AAU tournament where he said, "Your sons." It was after he had gotten a Gonzaga scholarship, and he told him that you should offer your your son a scholarship because he's good enough. Yeah, absolutely. Um, talented kid, and I just—it's one of those things where I'm just like, it, barring injuries and things like that, this kid, it, this kid, when he is a senior, is gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and he might not be that top like blue chip. No, maybe gonna, not. You know, gonna leave early or go to the NBA. I mean, he might not. He's gonna be draw a lot of NBA. attention from from defenses, to say the least. But 
at the end of the day, he's got a defense or he's got a he's got an NBA shot and he is going to be a great probably already is a good to great college basketball player, especially on offense. So absolutely. And and let's I'm get just, rid of this nepotism bull crap. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It's sports, not politics. Uh, yeah. Robert, top fan on Facebook. Thank you, Robert. You're the man. We appreciate it. Uh, two thoughts. Oh, one buddy is quickly becoming a straight up weapon. Absolutely. I think we hit that and that's fair. Uh, yep. Two, how the hell has BC won nine games? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That is a very legit question, Robert. And I would just like to point out, and this is totally unrelated, but Robert is a Raiders fan. So, you know, fellow Raider Nation buddy. That's just. Oh, okay. So, yeah. The profile nice. picture gives it away. Yeah. So um, well, we just we just set up the buddy thing, right? But yeah. But the nine wins uh, for BC. Dude, it's it's college basketball. Yeah. No, no. Well, the UVA one's the, lose, the right? UVA one's the tricky one, right? Well, Maybe. yeah, but either way, you can say Clemson just be Duke. So yeah, I know, but Clemson is Clemson is better, I think, than what people are giving them credit for. Alabama just beat Auburn last night. Auburn was undefeated; they were fifth. Okay, like it's you know you can't win them all, right? So that's what happens when you well, play right. in yeah. these in these major conferences. You know, we're not Gonzaga, where the toughest team we play every year is St. Mary's. It's a situation where you play tough, tough teams day in and day out in the ACC. And realistically, uh, you go look at the ACC standings, and it'll tell you everything that you need to know. Yeah. Because uh, we're, th- we're three and Dude, three, right? Yeah, and we're tied for fifth, right? Yeah, there's only four teams that got a better right, yeah. yeah so, and if we beat Virginia Tech, then we'll be tied with them. So, again, right, there's three teams that are five and one. Right. Yeah, so you got you got Duke, UVA, Virginia Tech, and... No, no, no. Duke, Florida State, Louisville. Oh, Duke, Florida State, all, Louisville. All five and one. Okay, yeah. And yeah, then okay. Virginia Tech's four and two. Virginia's three and three. That's right. Yeah, Vir- so. yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, so, yeah, this this next game, and we'll get into it here in a second. We'll talk about it. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, hmm. Brandon on Facebook, not a top fan. That's disappointing because I see Brandon all the time. So it makes me wonder how Facebook does this. How do they even do it? Mm. Um, it's a true possibility that we've officially seen this team turn the corner. We are combined five points in losses away from being five and one. Very good stuff we are seeing. Yeah, those two games against Notre Dame and Virginia Tech the first time were combined five points. Four against Virginia Tech and one against Notre Dame. So, um, yeah. But you know what, though? And if the butts are candy and nuts, we all have a Merry Christmas. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we're that close to being 5-1. and one. It goes to show that we're, you know, at the beginning, if you would have told me halfway through non-conference play that we'd be where we're at right now, I would have, I probably wouldn't believe it. So, you know, it just goes with the improvement. And maybe they have turned a corner. But, again, consistency. I, I don't like to get over my skis on those types of things, you know. Yeah. So Well, again, I think that's all going to go back to, Looking at who we've played at the end of the day, I think that that's going to play a big part uh, in considering what are bad losses, what are bad wins, and everything like that. So, uh, again, I don't really think that we've had too many bad losses, if any. And, um, again, obviously you need to have good wins to kind of outdo that. You have to have some type of good winning percentage to make the tournament. But, yeah, I mean, we're that close. And sometimes that's that's one point here, one point there, and you don't make the tournament. So, uh, let's see. Daryl, top fan. 
Daryl Top Fan. Thank you, Daryl. Great win. 3-3 three and three in conference play. One game at a time. Defense looks good. Defense is getting better, I believe. That's a great point. Um, nice to get a home win. I believe that's our first conference win at home. Go Qs. I think he's right. That is our first conference win at home. Yes. Yep. yep. Um, and uh, I think we got to put things in perspective here. Okay. Like With I said, what? I want to be the devil's advocate of it or whatever, okay. but defense is going to look good when you're playing against offenses like Boston College and Virginia. Well, so. that's, very, that's, very, that's very true. Yes. Absolutely. Fair point. Saturday will be the test. Well, Saturday will be the test, but they played him. Let's let's just go back to that game real quick before we get into it again. They played him pretty good. It's close. Oh, game. yeah, they played him good. Right. Yeah. yeah. So we're going they back. Also to, had... we're, they're, they're, you know, before the Notre Dame game is the one what Notre Dame scored 89 points or something like that. So, right. Know, it's been right, three right, games right. in a row. They've been decent. Not just yeah, the two. But Virginia games. Tech, you have to understand. I mean, we had their their. Their leading scorer had a probably his worst game of the season. True. And yeah, he did. Then they had this guy Cone come out and it, yeah, and uh, Cone's a rising Cone, star too, by the way. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he it, just hit 15 points against Wake Forest yeah. last night. So yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, one more. One more. Um, Steve, top fan on Facebook. Thank you, Steve. Finally, uh, slow start again, but but not going. Finally, slow start again, but not going. I don't know. Shots fell. Drives to the basket, finished, rebounded well. Washington provided so some good time and stability. Keep rolling. Absolutely. Yeah, Washington did good. Everybody loves Washington out there, and everybody loves when Washington does good when he's out there because everybody's rooting for him. It's like, you know, I want to say it's right. like Robert Braswell. It's a little bit different because he's been on our team for a little bit longer, and we know who he is and what he's been through. But um, – he did good. He got the ball stolen from him. He took it right back. Unlike Sadibu, yeah. where he steals the ball and then he gives it away. <laughs> so it is what he yeah. does, right? Well, he gives so. kind of – I mean, obviously, he's got the story, but I think every fan wants to see any player that goes in there play good, right? But Oh, it's, it's yeah, but you know what this, I'm saying. But I understand what you're saying, right? Because he's got the story, the yes. backstory, of course. Yeah. Uh, but when I look at it, even Gary Air at this point, uh, Sadibi, anyone else that we really bring off the bench um, – it makes me a little nervous sometimes, right? So, I mean, Howard Washington's really that only guy that comes off the bench that kind of gives you that kind of experience, kind of calming feeling. You know what I mean? I'm not really worried about him. I don't think he's going to do anything crazy or, or amazing. You no, know, he's very reserved. He's very reserved. He's yeah. careful. Right, right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So he kind of – he controls it, doesn't make a lot yeah. of mistakes, yeah, makes yeah, the right yeah, passes. Yeah, I think yeah. he helps – get the ball to people that need to get the ball in certain positions to score. Yeah. Uh, and I think he's pretty he's sneaky good on defense, but yeah, he's, he's a little season he, scrapper. You know, so that's, so that's what I like about him. So when his knees are good and he can come and he can play, he just kind of brings that one guy that comes off the bench. If Joe or if buddy aren't playing good or they're in foul trouble that he can come in and kind of, he still gives you that calming kind of like, okay, well, He's on the bench. He's not going to score that much, do anything crazy, but he's not going to make too many mistakes either. So, um, to your to your point, three assists and three steals. So that's there you go. The little right. things, man. Right. Exactly. So, all right. All right. For the second time in eleven days, the Orange will face off against the thirteen and four, four and two in the ACC Hokies. Syracuse will travel to Virginia once again um, to see if they can even up the score on Virginia Tech. The last meeting on January 7th was a 67-63 victory for the Hokies in a a pretty evenly matched game. I mean, um, when you look back at it and you look at the the stats, 
Um, 34 to 33, we won the rebound and battle. The turnover battle, we won by two. The Orange were able uh, to keep freshman star. The aforementioned Landers Noli. Joe hit that the second and held him in check. Uh, the problem was we got killed by Jalen Combe coming off the bench. And he scored 19 points against us. He just lit it up. Um, two four-point plays. Uh, Virginia Tech's net ranking is up to 34 now. That'll make this a quad one game for Syracuse mm-hmm. at Virginia Tech. So, Joe, we kind of know who they are. So, you know, we lost the last game. Let's shift our focus into what a winning strategy will look like in Blacksburg. Well, again, I think it comes down to stopping – their playmakers and who they have. Now we did, like you said, Landers Nolly stopped them good, but obviously we had Rando, Jalen Cohn. Well, he's not going to sneak up on us anymore because since he's played <laughs> us, he scored, uh, what, 10 points, I believe, against NC State. And then I think he just had 15 against Wake Forest the other night when they won at Wake Forest. So he's becoming a, a guy that averages double digits off the bench and – think that kind of all started with us and he's not going to sneak up on us. And the way that we play defense and the way that you've seen these, these wings come up in, in, in kind of close out on these shooters, I think it's allowing our two guards to go out a little bit higher than normal. Um, and really that's, that's what it is. We talked about a Virginia tech. They're not that big. Uh, we're, we should be able to still get the, the reboundings and, you know, beat them in as far as rebounds. And again, it just comes down to whether or not those guys are going to be able to, to miss or whether they're going to hit the three point shots. Uh, they're a physical team. They try to get it down low. Uh, they go to the line. I think they went with line 21 times against us, 21 times against their win at home against NC State. They went uh, on the line 29 times against Wake Forest. Uh, this past game, and since we've played them, Tyrese Radford and Landers Nolly have pretty much carried them. Uh, yeah. They had, I think, f- 49 points combined against Wake Forest. They each had 21 against NC State, uh, and those two in Cone were the only three in double digits against NC State. So uh, we know who their weapons are. Uh, they got some other guys that can hit some shots from time to time, P.J. Horn, Aline, but for the most part, we can't let those three beat us. And again, Tyrese Radford is that six two six three guard that is just physical down low. He figures out ways to get rebounds, and um, that's that's really what we have to look to look forward to. Uh, I think the one thing is is how does our offense play better? Because I don't think it was our defense, right? I think I mean they did miss some open shots, and I think that we will be a little bit better at closing out shooters, especially since we've seen we have a whole game game tape, so we can probably come up with a better game plan. Um, against the younger team, but I think the the game is going to be where can we get better on offense? Yeah. You know, and, and Mark's going to have to step up. There's going to be other guys that need to step up, right? So, yeah. I mean, I think, I think we talked about time, that, right? Mark last time, six rebounds, six points. Right. Um, he was, you know, he, he made some, created a, more than one bad foul. The one was one of the Jalen Cohen um, four-point plays. But he was just all over the place. This was the game, if you remember, when we did the post game, we were saying, you know, you just need to calm. He just needs to calm down right. a little bit. Yeah. And he's actually yeah. done that the past two games. I know it's kind of a different animal, but he, he, if he could play this game, you know, he's so much better when he's a little bit more calm. Right. And, and, and he shouldn't feel like he needs to do a ton. But like you said in the post game for Virginia Tech, he needs to realize that we need him. So right. to balance, I, have, a, have that balance. And that's where he's the best. That's where he plays right. his best game. Right. And I mean, you're talking, he's had double doubles 
He had the double-double against Notre Dame. He had a a double-double after Virginia Tech, right? So he should be averaging a double-double every game, right? And that's where we got to go. I think that what we talked about, we saw against Boston College. We saw a guy that knew that we needed his presence down low. Yeah, yeah, totally. And you saw that against Boston College, right? And realistically, if you look at our game plan against Virginia Tech the first time, if we just don't foul three-point shooters, we win that game. Exactly, yeah. So – it's, and it's and close. and well, it was only two most, points following them because they made he made Jalen Cohn made both of those shots, so he got an and one on each. Yeah, so. but did not did we not follow somebody who missed and had three shots? Gerard did. Yeah, you're right. Right. So I yeah, mean, that was right. what five points. That's, so yeah, yeah, right. right. So and realistically, we have a more experienced coach. We have guys that I think are starting to buy into the game plans and understanding what their strengths and what their weaknesses are, what their roles are. And that can take a little bit longer with a younger team, adjusting to the refs, adjusting to the other team. And, uh, I think that we've seen that get better. And, uh, these, this team is a better scoring team than Virginia. They're a better scoring team than Boston college, but they still have the same type of height that Boston college had last night. A little bit shorter though, too, right? Uh, a little bit shorter, unless they bring in the 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 six ten freshman senior that played there a little bit. And like Jalen uh, Cohn, he uses every bit of his five ten frame to just be an animal. I mean, you get those guys, but right. I mean, they're a good three point shooting team. We talked about it. They right. they, they made play 10... really good defense, right? And then they shoot a lot of threes, and then they try to take it to the lane and go and get and get free throws. Right. I mean, they they last three games they had. What, 21, 21, 29? I don't know the average off the top of my head, but it's probably around 24, 23. So, again, it's just that. It's limiting limiting their free throws, limiting, obviously, their, their wide open, undefend, undefended three-point yeah, shots, right? Out, and then with, right. Right. The, yeah, and then, and then it's just, the, again, the little things, the rebounding and stuff like that. I mean, realistically, sometimes turnovers don't matter depending on what it turns into. I mean, we had more turnovers than Boston College. You wouldn't have known it, but we had 15 to their 11. It's just what did they do with our 15 turnovers? Probably turned it right back over. So, right. right. So, or they just missed a shot. So that's really what you're looking at. You were looking at a really, really close matched game in a situation where neither team really knew too much about each other. And it's more or less kind of going to go to the coaches, I think, on this one. And I just think that we have a team that's starting to understand the roles and starting to understand the adjustments they need to make and following the game plan and and having the confidence. And if Mark can come out with the confidence that he did this past game and stay out of foul trouble, uh, then he might be able to go to Virginia and get another W. Yeah. And, and, and that was going to be my final point. Look, they made, they made 10 three pointers against us last time and they only made 11 other shots. Inside the inside two point range. So, right. Um, if if Dolezal can play smart and he can he can do what he's been doing and kind of just not fly around like a lunatic and save those fouls, that's that's key. I think for me, I just don't think he was on his game. I felt like he was trying to do too much last time. So, um, yeah. Joe G's three points and his prediction coming up in the next post. So, I mean, you get a good yeah. idea. You get a good idea, but we'll lay out all the stats for you. And yeah, um, just another no. thing real quick, just real quick. Okay, um, go ahead. A lot of things that I really look at too 
with this is, you know, you talked about the NCAA, the net rankings. A lot of the net rankings comes down to wins. I mean, they do a lot of that kind of stuff. And you know that I, you know that I kind of, I love Ken, I love Ken Palm, right? So, and he has the analytics and he throws all the the adjustments and the offense and defense stuff like that. I mean, right now, based upon, you know, our, our offense is efficiency. We're, we're top 35 offense efficiency team right now. And which is crazy considering how we're a jump shooting team, right. And everything like that. But, uh, when you look at the rankings on Ken, Ken Palm, that he has Virginia Tech at 50 and he has a, us at 53. Okay. So um, I just look at it like unless they just show up and just shoot the damn roof off. It's going to be another cardiac cue scheme if I had to put my money on it. Yeah, I would. I would. Yep. Just, I, I said the same thing so, about Boston College. It's though, just, but. Yeah, I know. But this is so much more evenly matched than Boston College. Yeah. <clears throat> right. No, I mean, obviously hindsight, but. This yeah. is way more evenly matched, um, um, way more even matchup. So, um, yeah. and look, Mark. you know, we're playing in Virginia Tech. Uh, James Zuba just raided the ACC places, the venues, and uh, Castle Coliseum landed at 1,427th in the ACC. So there's that, you know. So really? <laughs> yeah. No. So, Seems legit. That's interesting. Seems legit. Yeah, yeah. Seems <laughs> so, pretty legit. Yeah. So that's going to be the matchup, dude. Matchup is yep. Mark and Landers, bro. Yep. Mark and Landers. If Mark yep. can take advantage, because Landers, last time he checked him and he had a steal, kind of, I think his yeah, athleticism kind of yeah. bogged him yeah. down, right? If yeah. Mark can play smart and he can get some offensive foul or like some fouls like he did on Stefan Mitchell against Boston College early. Yeah, kind of get him off his back a little bit, then that will that will go miles because then either they have to move him out of there, and then they they have a mismatch with Mark because Landers they can't guard him, they can't put him on him, or right. um, it just gets him in foul trouble, and maybe that can kind of go over to his his offense. So that's the matchup I'm looking at, but yep, it's well, gonna be interesting me, for sure. Me too. I wish I had something different than you had, but uh, that's pretty much it. All right, so I want to thank my bookie, obviously. Um, if you go to mybookie.ag right now, they'll double your deposit dollar for dollar up to a thousand bucks. So thank you to them. Thank you to everybody who is, um, listening, rate, review, subscribe, if you would. Uh, we appreciate that. Everybody who participated in fan feedback. I want to thank all of them. Um, special shout out to, um, you know, there's always great people on social media and it's basketball season. So I'm on there more and, and I'm coming, you know, I'm just on there more. I'm usually like football season. I'm on like once a week during the game right. after the yep. game. Yep. And then that's <laughs> it. But basketball season is a little bit different. I'm on there more. Um, I want to give a special shout out to, um, Tony at Q's water boy. Um, he's got a Facebook group, the, uh, Q's water cooler, water cooler, 2.0. 2. 2. 2.0 right now, right? And um, he gave us a he gave us a shout out. He he is one of the guys on 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 social media that really like promotes our stuff, and I just it means a lot to us. I know a yep. lot of you do it, and and word of mouth is the biggest thing. But I just um I think it's you know probably it's awesome. He's probably one of the ones that like he's posting stuff in groups and stuff for. Us. So anyway, um we appreciate it. So yep. um that's it. Thanks to James on guitar. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Thanks for listening to the Q's Militia Podcast, the fan's voice with Sean and Joe.